Right now, we're going to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. There is so much for us to talk about. Good morning, Vaughn. Yeah, good morning, Simi. And uh, we should let the listener know that Premier John Horgan's back at work after his brief yeah. bout with COVID-19. He's like the Energizer Bunny. He just bounces back no matter what happens and keeps going. Yeah, he does. I mean, there obviously were concerns when he was found to have COVID-19. Uh, he did, after all, go through, what, 36 radiation treatments for cancer uh, starting uh, last late last year. But uh, Premier talked to Rob Shaw of Czech News here in the capital yesterday, and the Premier said he's 100%. He's back at work. It was only a mild case. He said he worked at home for seven days, and he wants everybody to know that he wasn't just lying around on the couch watching videos. He was working. He uh, chaired the... Uh, uh, Council of Premiers. Uh, he uh, chaired a cabinet meeting from home. So, uh, and he's back. So, uh, that's good news. Uh, you know, I think it people is. were legitimately concerned about Premier, and the Premier says, you know, uh, be careful, take your precautions, uh, and also get on with your lives, is pretty much what he said yesterday. Good. He was also talking yesterday about somebody very significant who has just passed away. Premier Horgan had some very kind things to say about Jim Hume. He did indeed. So, <laughs> Horgan has a nice touch on these things, so he pointed out that uh, Jim Hume, who was the longtime political columnist for the Victoria paper here in the provincial capital, that uh, Horgan, as a teenager, delivered that newspaper. So he said, I, I threw Jim Hume's column onto people's doorsteps in the capital region, and then he said, when I became a politician, uh, <laughs> Jim Hume took shots at me, and uh, when I became premier, Jim Hume kept doing that, because Hume uh, was 98 years old wow. when he passed this week, Simi, and he worked right up to the last sort of week. He worked for the Times columnist for many years, and when they discontinued his column a few years ago, Hume switched to a blog. He kept writing on that. Uh, he, uh, his son, Nicholas, uh, posted yesterday on um, on. Facebook, and Nicholas was the youngest of Jim's six sons. Uh, Nicholas said his dad only ever missed one deadline, and that was the last one. He checked into the hospital a few days ago, passed at 3 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. Oh, um, and he he had some great kind of quips over the years, too. Um, so he, he, and he was a mentor to you. He was a mentor to me, and one of the things he said to me, I don't know if I can say that word on the radio. It's the one that begins with A and ends with whole. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we was, know what you mean now. So. He was a mentor to me and to many in the press gallery, very generous with his time, and he famously did not like pack journalism. So every now and then we'd be standing outside the legislature chamber, those of us who... Uh, cover BC politics, and Hume would appear and walk among us and go, get to work, you lazy bums. <laughs> Stop standing around to collect spit on microphones. Go dig up a story on your own. <laughs> the, the other piece of advice he gave to me, Simi, and I have to say this one is um, very useful in the era of social media. It, it was sometime before that, but it, it's still relevant. And he said to me, Palmer, if someone calls you an a-hole, first of all, consider the possibility that they're right. <laughs> <laughs> so every time the trolls come after me, I go, well, you know, maybe they have a point. <laughs> well, and I know he's got to, there were some great stories about him, uh, too, uh, some run-ins with the former Alberta premier. Yeah, so uh, for a while, he moved here after the war. He was uh, born in the U.K., uh, moved here after the war. <laughs> 
first job. His first job was on the garbage scow. Uh, i give you an idea of garbage disposal in the provincial capital uh, 70 years ago. Uh, we put it onto a scow and hauled it out into the strait and dumped it over the side. So that was Jim's first job. But, you know, and he always thought it was amusing that he started off delivering garbage and ended up working for newspapers. But... Uh, yeah, he then worked in Alberta for a time, worked in the Edmonton Journal, and uh, this is one of Hume's best stories, in my view. He, As political reporter for the Edmonton newspaper, he did a bunch of stories, uh, one of which led to the resignation of a cabinet minister. And the premier of Alberta, Ernest Manning, father of Preston, uh, was so incensed that he uh, made plans to charge Hume with blackmail. Uh, now, the premier of Alberta was his own attorney general. If you want, he wasn't a lawyer. Wow. If you want to think about scary, uh, the paper took it seriously enough that they sent Hume into hiding for a while in Penticton, British Columbia, until things cooled off. So Hume um, was at it for a long time. He... Um, it, the one thing one of his sons said uh, yesterday on social media, Mark Hume, who worked for The Sun for many years, so Jim had uh, children who were reporters as well, uh, Mark said that his dad really respected politicians and, and saw how difficult their jobs were, but he was still very, very critical of them, and I think that's the best way to put it. He was generous to his colleagues. Uh, he was, and I wouldn't say merciless on the politicians, but he sure gave it to them when they deserved it and when they had it coming to them. And I think that was one reason right. why uh, the premier himself said uh, he read Jim Hume right to the end. Interesting. All right, we're going to also talk some uh, politics today because we were going to talk more about the Pierre Polyev visit to BC, which boy, certainly had a lot of ripples, didn't it? Yeah, the other one was very interesting for the uh, BC Liberal Party, and I don't think we've heard the end of this. So uh, during Poiliev's uh, meeting out in Abbotsford, uh, Mike DeYoung, uh, longest-serving BC Liberal MLA, former uh, finance minister of British Columbia, former attorney general, showed up at the meeting, endorsed Poiliev, and joined the Federal Conservative Party. Uh, yesterday, he was on with our colleague Mike Smith, and he said, yeah, he's, he's thinking uh, maybe a run for the federal conservatives. So politically, this is significant because, as in the past, because the B.C. liberals have members and supporters, some of whom vote for the federal liberals, some of whom vote for the federal conservatives, some of whom used to vote for the Reform Party, the party provincially has avoided getting heavily involved in federal politics because it can be divisive. DeYoung has obviously departed from that, and that's a challenge for the new leader of the B.C. Liberal Party, Kevin Falcon, because uh, that's a departure from what Gordon Campbell allowed when he was B.C. Liberal leader, and to some degree what Christy Clark, who was herself a federal liberal, allowed when she was provincial uh, B.C. Liberal leader. So what would be the motivation here? Like, as you say, this is unusual to see happen. So why would Mike DeYoung do this? Well, there's two things. I mean, first of all, he said he really likes the message that Poiliev is delivering and nobody else is doing it. He's uh, he's delivering the issue on housing, as we talked about yesterday. He's... Uh, fighting to bring us back to balanced budgets federally. He's uh, challenging uh, the national government's spending policies on inflation. And those are what's attracted DeYoung to him. I, I think, too, if you look at the crowds that Poiliev is uh, drawing out here, I think he's tapped into something that 
is is significant that it's true. Other federal liber- leaders haven't really picked up on this. So that's where he's coming from. Uh, the other thing, I think, is DeYoung has been around politics long enough in B.C., uh, almost 30 years in MLA. He's not too worried about what anybody else thinks about what right. he's doing here. He's uh, going out on his own. He's endorsing this. We haven't heard from Kevin Falcon what he thinks of this. But how much can Kevin Falcon say? I mean, DeYoung would be polite, but we also know that when Falcon was out of provincial politics, he endorsed Maxime Bernier. So if you can go with Mad Max, how bad is it that you're going to go with Poiliev? <laughs> Interesting times we live in. Avon, thank you. Bye-bye. Sir. Von Palmer there from the Vancouver